This week on the Steam Machine Podcast, we see if we can run a sardine graveyard. You didn't say cue the music. Is that the end? That's the end. Shake. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. Goddamn. Oh, take two. Uh, take two. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Steam Machine Podcast. My name is Dalton, and joining me, as always, are my good buddies. Hey, y'all, it's Nate again. Grave pun. It's Phil. It's Willie. I don't know. I don't. I couldn't come up with a grave pun. I was sitting there thinking, I've got to have a grave pun that goes with my name, but I couldn't come up with anything. Oh, I mean... It seems like your grave pun was dead in the water. Hey! Speaking of dead in the water, you could throw bodies into a river in this game. <laughs> you not only could, but it was like one of your quests within the first 30 minutes. But uh, we will get there. Gentlemen, how are you doing this week, first and foremost? Everybody have a good week this week? I've had a pretty darn good week, you know? I'm just getting unwinding the rest of the work week into Christmas. Been playing some games on Twitch and stuff. Um... Recently, like it was like um, Sunday night or Monday morning, depending on how you want to look at it. I was doing some offline speed runs of Predator, as you know I do, and finally hit a major milestone in it. And I am now currently second place in the world in Predator for the NES. Yeah, boy! I'm very proud of you, but I have to give you the obligatory... Nice to meet you, number two. <laughs> That's awesome. That's fucking two awesome, dude. <laughs> boy, you showed that turn who's boss. <laughs> dude, I just love that. When when Tom Arnold comes out, you just hear him, Damn, boy, the hell'd you eat? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I, I love Austin Powers. Talking about a movie that, like, I feel like could have pulled off a fourth, but didn't, and I almost respect him for it. I think it's because the third wasn't as good as the first two. Goldmember was... Goldmember's the one I've seen the most, because that's the one I owned on DVD and would go to sleep to. But, yeah, I, I agree that that is the weakest of the three. It's not a good sign for your riotous comedy movie if it literally puts an audience to sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's fair. Oh, yeah, what can I say? Beyonce just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> that looks wise. She's beautiful. But okay, like, I was going to say, that's a, weird, man. A, as an actress, yeah. Gotcha. As a musician, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty good, pretty good. But. Good singles, single ladies. As a, uh, um, like a person for like the women's movement and stuff, more power to her. Yeah, she's um, inspiring and stuff. That's the word I was looking for, as far as being an inspiration. Um, I, that sounded so insincere. She's inspiring and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm actually meant that, but I sounded so like sarcastic. I, I'm not being sarcastic. But uh, what uh, what what's your new PB? If you said it already, I'm really sorry. But like, and now like 
what is the world record? Like, how, what do you have to get to? Okay, so my current time is 16 minutes and 38 seconds. The world record is 16 minutes and 24 seconds. So there's a 14 second gap between mine and world record. Wow. But didn't you clear third place by like 12 seconds or 15? It was 12, or yeah. So I beat se- third yeah. place. Current third place was second place by 12 seconds. Wow. That's major, bro. So, and I definitely know that there is definitely still more time to be saved. So, we will see what happens. Like, I have decided kind of that I was going to semi-retire from it now because, like, that was kind of a major goal with the game. But now it's just like I'm looking at, like, yeah, I finally hit my goal. I can finally retire. Or, ooh, there's definitely still some time fades. Maybe. So, we'll just have to see where my brain takes me in the next few months if I decide to keep running that i have started kind of dabbling in another game but it's not taking yet so but that's just because i'm kind of elite in this wood game so moving to another game is kind of also like i'm bad again no <laughs> you just listen to michael jackson on repeat you see you listen to bad and then once you start getting better you start listening to beat it <laughs> you get there and then, like, you know, once you decide to choose another game, you listen to Billy Jean because you're cheating on your homeboy. Yeah. <laughs> you mean because that game was not the one? Ooh. And that cartridge is not my ROM. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I didn't know where that joke was going, but I'm pleased with it. <laughs> Me neither. But I'm glad that I figured it out as I was saying it. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, gentlemen. Uh, so, I was, I've been dabbling in Red Dead, uh, Red Dead 2 specifically because you know after my frustrations with skyrim <laughs> and trying to mod that and like i said i'm gonna wait a while on that um but so i'm playing red dead online and i'm riding along and i just like to go hunting and fishing or I, i'm sorry in single player i like to go hunting and fishing online i like to just kind of hunt i'm not i haven't unlocked fishing yet so another player comes along and i have had zero issues so far everyone i've run into has been super nice and no one's really fucked with me so this dude comes riding along with me and we're just kind of riding along the trail and he waves to me, so I wave back to him, and he rides a little ahead of me. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe he's trying to take me somewhere. And then he pulls his lasso out. And I was like, oh, he's trying to take me somewhere. <laughs> and and he threw, throws his lasso, and he lassoes me and yanks me off my horse. Now, what he didn't realize is that I'm pretty fucking good at getting headshots in this game. And <laughs> so as soon as like he starts gets off his horse, he starts walking towards me. I like you do the thing to get the rope from Alpha you and I stood up and in one fell swoop I stood up drew my revolver boom shot him right between the eyes looted him rode off into the sunset like a fucking cowboy and I was like that's what you get for griefing me motherfucker <laughs> cowboy problems demand cowboy solutions yeah like, I mean, I've right. seen so much stuff about Red Dead Online on TikTok for some reason it gives me a lot of videos on it and like my favorite ones are the ones where people are kind of just being the basically the sheriffs of Red Dead Online where like they'll see some people griefing a new player and like they're like really good at the game and they just kill both the people griefing the newbie and then kind of what's my favorite one is apparently there's a problem in Red Dead Online where people will dress all in white which is ooh yeah which you can kind of guess what that means especially when they have the pointy hoods to go with it but there's a bunch of people that have, like, started these gangs online of, like, if it's all white, it's on site. And they just instantly shoot anybody wearing all white in the game. Damn. Nice. And I, and nice. I love that stuff. It's like, yep, get them. <laughs> my, uh, my character's name's Jack Nile. And he's got, like, a scar on his eye. He's got some mutton chops. 
uh, ponytail, but he wears like like he is like Stephen King gunslinger, like all black. You know what I'm saying? Just like ready to go. And I might write a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a concept outlaw country album <laughs> based and make him the main character because like when I look at him and his name, like I said, his name's Jack Nile. I can just picture in my head like a little telling the story about old Jack now. You know, that kind of thing. I thought you were going more along the lines of like Willie Nelson's Redheaded Stranger album. Yeah. I mean, we could do that too. I'll love some Willie now. Thanks, man. See, I'm glad that you went with that and not a dick joke. I feel like I'm on thin ice if I make dick jokes every time I hear my own name. That's thin ice brand. Hey! hey. It all comes back together. Um, it all comes back to me. <laughs> Over me. Dun, 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 uh, so we played the new Phasmo update last night. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, go ahead. So that was a really fun experience. Like We had uh, some people that everybody should be familiar with by now. It was me, Willie, Dalton, and the original Expendable Enthusiast Jeff. Yeah, and we were doing some ghost hunting. The uh, the new update added the uh, cursed possessions and stuff, and we finally yeah. got to fuck around with those some. It's awesome. It's kind of expanded on the concept that the Ouija board was in the previous versions, but now there's more than, like, there's, like, what, six different ones, and each of them has their own risks and rewards. Yeah, and we <laughs> we learned the risks and rewards of one of them. Hey, you guys are real good with summoning circles. The summoning circle is so much fun, dude. So the concept of the summoning circle is it's like a pentagram on the ground that has like a candle on um, each of the points of the pentagram. So if you end up, if you light all the points, because you can get a lighter in the game, if you light all five points of this pentagram, the ghost actually physically manifests inside the middle of the pentagram. <laughs> Which is nice for me because I'm usually the cameraman. So like, it's good for me to be like snap and I get a really good photo of the ghost. Um, but, but it also pisses it off and it immediately starts hunting whoever did it or whoever's nearest yeah. to that. And it's not the yeah. same room as the usual haunt room. That's the other thing. It'll yank the ghost halfway across the map to show itself. And it looks really cool when it happens. Yeah, it does look fucking really awesome. The first time we found this, I was like, hey, Dalton, you need to get a picture of the ghost. So why don't we head up there? Because it was like upstairs while the ghost was downstairs. Why don't we go up there and um, get this thing lit so you can get a picture of the ghost? And this was our first time messing with it. So we didn't know like how it was going to exactly respond to it so like i just go around start towards the staircase like the first candle then i start going around the circle not thinking about my position when i was going to be done lighting it so i lit all of the uh, points of the pentagram and then i'm like, kind of like, standing against the wall like in a corner so there's like nowhere for me to go and all of a sudden the ghost pops up in the middle with a puff of smoke and just looks like all freaky and scary and stuff and after like a second the pentagram pentagram like loses its hold on the spirit and the spirit's free to wonder well it just starts wandering straight towards me and i'm like cackling like a maniac because it's like hilarious and scary and awesome (laughs) and i'm dead like instantly (laughs) and from my perspective i'm standing like right at the stairs with my camera crouched down ready to get a good picture and the ghost manifests and i snap the picture and i turn around to run and i hear nate go Oh damn it! Ha 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 ha! And I hear this maniacal laugh, and and then I just hear, I hear the the thud of his flashlight hitting the ground, and then that uh, 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 of being killed. And I went, 
oh son of a bitch <laughs> nate's dead and yeah when he come to he was like oh yeah i totally boxed myself in <laughs> so the next Not time many people could can say their last words were just joker laughter so <laughs> could work on that <laughs> <laughs> there was yeah. something so hilarious about that whole, whole situation to me. <laughs> the second time we used it, we planned better and it went better. <laughs> we were like, we all right. We lost one of us. We did still lose one of us. I think it either got, was it you, Willie, it that it me. got? Yeah. Um, although. I came in, I shouldn't have come in. I just wanted to see it. So that's on me, really. Yeah. Hey, but it was worth it. It was worth it. It was cool, yeah. I'm glad I saw it. Like because I, I would lit the candles and Dalton was taking a picture and Willie just wanted to witness it. And this ghost was like, we're killing that guy. <laughs> yeah, Willie walked in there like, witness me. And she's like, okay. <laughs> um, you guys had reasons to be there. I was just being a ghost pervert. <laughs> the voyeur. I think ghost voyeur. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, I like to watch. <laughs> like, like every time. There were a few different times that I couldn't help but laugh my ass off when Jeff died. Oh, God, Jeff has the best deaths. I love it so much. <laughs> he, he will just shout, ah, it's coming right from... <laughs> and then he just cuts out the shit. <laughs> I don't know if it's something he does or what, but he seems to get the most targeted, too. Oh, dude, yeah, all those on Ryo's last night just kept yeah. killing Jeff. We had a run where we had like six games in a row where the ghost was in Onrio, and every single time it like got Jeff like six times. Then we got another one like, okay, it's the same evidence, and Jeff's gonna live, hooray! Guess what? That was our first uh, encounter with the mimic, which can mimic another evidence piece. So unfortunately, it was in Onrio, and Jeff never survived one of those. Yeah, the funny thing about the mimic too, because that was also added in this update, was apparently yes. it has like four um, qualifiers, and one is always going to be um, orbs. So it's like we'd always get three pieces of evidence because that's what you usually get for your ghost and you're ready and good to go. But this mimic is really throwing a wrench into that because now if you have orbs, you yeah. kind of wonder, is this actually the ghost we think it is or are we just getting orbs and it's a mimic? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, so you, you if you see orbs, you, you're you like, all right, cool. But now we have to see if we find two other things or three other things. And yeah, that that's going to be interesting, especially on the harder difficulties. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, especially like on Nightmare, it already doesn't give you one of the pieces of evidence, right? So I'm imagining that like, oh, that's going to be a really tough nut to crack. Well, actually, on Nightmare, if you get three pieces of evidence, then it's a mimic because they always yeah. give the orbs. True, true. So <clears throat> that could be a giveaway for that one. Uh, we haven't fucked oh. around with Nightmare much, though, yet. No. Not yet. Yeah. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, we did it like once for a laugh, but... One thing I was it. impressed by this update too is because like this they're doing like a Christmas theme because not like how they did a Halloween theme everything on the first mm. one they added a Christmas theme to this one and during some of the ghost hunts instead of like your typical ghost sounds you'll hear like a jingle bell but for some yeah. reason it works it still gives that oh, it's so yeah. creepy yeah like I don't understand why but it's just as creepy as your typical <sighs> ghost sound or whatever. What they need to do is they need to patch in Goldberg as Santa from Santa's sleigh. <laughs> yeah. And make him one of the killer things. Oh, my God. Speaking of, so we had one house. Um, and I don't remember. I think it was one of the townhouses. But I, I don't, I, do you guys remember? I was freaking the fuck out about the way one of these bitches looked. One of these ghosts looked like Baraka. Yeah. Like the, mou the mouth yeah. looked like Baraka. And she kept getting right in my face like if i was in vr i would have shit myself yeah, that was at the prison <laughs> was it the prison yeah. okay yeah she she kept like walking 
she walked right up to me and like didn't kill me. She just stood there in my face like I'm not John Cena motherfucker. You can see me. <laughs> and I was in fear, so I turn and I go like and run and she the the event stops or whatever. So they're like all right, so they're definitely in here. She kills one of the other guys. I think it was Jeff that died first in there. Always. And we're like, okay, so we need to figure some stuff out. So I go back to the van to go get some more items. And she's like right there. by the. So there's metal detectors and then there's the door out. And she's right on the front of the metal detectors, just floating in midair, just twitching unnaturally in her full ghost form. Like I walked up to her again, got like face-to-face with her, and she's just sitting there floating until I walked through the metal detector and she disappeared. And I'm just like, I really don't even want to come back in. I think she's coming after me, but I did. I was the one that survived that round. That was the worst ghost, man. That one was a pain. Yeah, because other than showing up to me, she didn't really show up much at all. No. But she was really good at giving EMF, really good at doing, I think, temperature. But, like, the orbs and dots was what we needed, and just no cooperation on those. Like, Nate figured out in the end that he could, like, reorganize the uh, dots in the camera to get a better view of things. And it worked out posthumously. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Nate Nate is the one that lived that one now that I'm thinking about it. Because he moved those and he told me to watch the dots. But then I, right. I ran into the room and just ran straight into her. So, she yeah, kills me instead of Nate. I think the ghost was after me at that point. But Dalton didn't know what the ghost was doing and walked directly into it. And after that happened, I was like, get down, Mr. Yeah. President. <laughs> and once that happened, I just ran out the door to the van and just started watching the camera. And luckily, my movement of the dots projectors made them show up on it. Yeah, it was a fucking blast. And I look forward to trying it out more because there's still cursed possessions we haven't even come across. You know, there's yeah, we, came, we we hit the tarot card once, but we didn't know what it was or how to use it. So mm-hmm. I like took a screenshot of it and then Dalton looked it up afterwards or whatever. Yeah, so I think the yeah. only ones we've actually been able to use so far are the voodoo doll and the summoning circle. Yeah, be- I wouldn't say we used the we voodoo have. doll. We figured out how to die with the voodoo doll. <laughs> I mean, no, I, dude, I swear by that I stopped that hunt one time. I think because it was going after you and I pushed the pin and it pissed it off and made it come towards me. <laughs> and then the hunt ended or something. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, I, they, they get worried when I get the voodoo doll because I'm not afraid to just mash my R button until all the pins are pushed in and be like, let's see what happens. <laughs> but it, uh, it'd be cool to like actually, you know, figure out, okay, you push a pin in, maybe it makes the ghost do something and we can try to trigger it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's different ways to go about it. And then like the music box, we haven't found that yet. I'm interested to no, see how that works. The music box or the curse mirror. And I don't think we've seen the Ouija curse board mirror. yet since it no. became a, a part of the grouping. But the big thing with the Ouija board now is you have to tell it goodbye when you're done with it. Right. That's right. If you don't, apparently that ghost will hunt and come straight for you. So yeah, the, the, the text in the patch just said, make sure you say goodbye, dot, 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 or else. Yeah, don't be yeah. rude to the ghost. Come on. Which I would like to test. So I will totally, if we find a Ouija board, <laughs> I will totally go up to it tell it to suck nuts and then walk away without saying goodbye and see what happens. <laughs> I'm cool with that. But yeah, I, I look forward to playing some more. Maybe we can hash out maybe a little bit this week or something. Yeah, absolutely, man. Since uh, this week is going to be a bye week and that is a beautiful segue into that next week we are going to release our year in review episode. Um, since it's coming up on the end, I figured it's the holidays this week. Let's just take kind of a break where next week we can just kind of talk about the show in general and how we've had this year. Um, I don't really have a ton planned for it other than I'm going to do some giveaways. We're going to, we're going to have some giveaways. Um, 
So if you will, good listeners, send us an email to the steam machine podcast at gmail.com and tell us, you know, your favorite memories from the year. Um, maybe favorite episodes, favorite story, uh, favorite moments, least favorite episodes, maybe. You know? Yes, please roast us too if you're at it. Tell them I have a dumb voice. I sound like a nerd. Yeah, if you want to make fun of the episodes where it's just me and I'm really struggling, <laughs> please do. Like, it doesn't bug me at all. And uh, he ruined the podcast. Yeah, if you want to shit all over that Hollow Knight episode. Yeah, it's terrible. That's st- <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, just send us an email and uh, that will get you entered into a contest to I'm going to let Steamy. I'm going to put all your names into like a little thing to have Steamy randomize and a winner picked at random we'll get a steam copy of just cause three and that seems so fun man i'll have half a mind to steal that code from you (laughs) as a bonus um the codes that aries had given to me uh adam aries or adam he had given me codes for the neptunia rebirth one two and three uh games and i haven't been able to figure out a way to give those out so on top of the Just Cause 3 giveaway, in your email, because I think it'll make for fun, hilarious content, because I'm also going to hash this out with the boys and we'll talk about it amongst ourselves as well. I want to know, what do you think we would be as JRPG party? Like, or an, or an RPG party, but I'm, I'm going to lean towards JRPGs and Neptune's JRPG. So how would we be? Like in a JRPG, how would we be as the characters? Um, and if you want to include some of our show guests, like if you want to include James, you want to include uh, Jeff, by all means. You know, if you want to include Ryan, fuck yeah, I'll send them over to him and let him know what y'all say. <laughs> you know, it, it, it'll be fun. I think it'll be a fun. And if you do that, that'll enter you into the second giveaway where you can win the uh, original Hyperdimension Neptunia Rebirth trilogy. Get creative with it, too. Like, I mean, you could pick specific characters. You could pick archetypes. You could pick character classes. Like, if you want to make us a D&D party or whatever, be like, oh, he's a chaotic evil barbarian for sure. Yeah. You know, wh- whatever you want to do with it. Like, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really interested in this one. I would like them to be at least, like, semi-descriptive, you know. like oh, yeah, don't, don't just say you are you are a fighter. Yeah. Like, rogue fighter paladin, fuck, Mary kill. Like, <laughs> anything like that, you know what I mean? So, it's like, eh. Like, but yeah, if you could be like, like, for instance, uh, if you're like, okay, so I could see Nate as a, a guy with a big sword who swings and does the things, but like outside of the battles, he's very jolly and he might be the one with the cooking skill or, you know, yada, yada, like just as an example, like that would be what I'm going for. I want to know like how we would be if we were characters in your JRPG game. I think we all know Dalton's the one with the cooking skill. Well, I'm. J- I was just an example, <laughs> but I think I think it'll be a good fun. Uh, that's going to be next week, and then to start the new year, we're going to be playing some motherfucking Borderlands Game of the Year edition, and I look forward to that because that's going to be some co-op fun and goodness. And and I do want to tell you guys, um, Borderlands does not play necessarily like a normal shooter. And what I mean by that is it is more RPG than shooter when it comes to doing damage. Um, your your enemies have HP and your guns do like damage like based on their level and stuff like that. So like you could shoot them in the head and that'll end for more crits and stuff, but you can't just like pop somebody two times in the head and they drop dead. If they've got 80,000 health, then we're all going to have to sit there and pump bullets into them until we do 80,000 damage type thing. How does that compare to like Fallout? Uh, similar. Okay. Okay. Similar. If- 
I had mixed feelings about that, but if you now you bring the Fallout comparison, I can see it being pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Um, it's also just, it's very zany and fun, and there's, like, guns galore to find. It's, it's, it's going to be a good time. I've seen some clips of the game sense of humor, and it definitely has hits and misses, so I'm looking forward to both getting some good laughs and going like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, there, there, like, there, there's some of those, too, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in baseball, I'm a big fan of the two true outcomes type of player. You either hit home runs or strike out. You know, you're Adam Duns and guys like that. It's great. That was me in Rookie League. Hell, yeah. I was either cracking that out of the park or I was just going to foul out. <laughs> that was just how That's it happened. That good shit. It's that good shit. I love it. I love it. So swing, swing hard, swing hard. I always respect those who swing hard. Swing hard and swing low, sweet chariot. <laughs> um, is there anything else you guys like to touch on before we get into the game of the week? Each other. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, that, that might bring up some weird legal repercussions for you two, but like, yeah, I'm out of whatever. this. <laughs> I'll sit this one out. You guys have fun. <laughs> bring the camera. Nate will set the camera up and leave. There you go. Have yeah, I'll set up the camera and the dots <laughs> projector so y'all can have some fun. I was going to say to watch for orbs. I'm glad we were in the same place on that one. Yeah, I'm not watching that camera. Was that, was that, I got some orbs I wanted to show you. Was that, was that, was that ectoplasm that just shot across the camera? What the fuck was that? Oh, my God. All right. Anyway, Graveyard Keeper was our game this week. And... uh Time for some O-dubs, some obligatory Wikipedia bullshit. It says here, Graveyard Keeper is a graveyard-themed, who would have thought, management simulation video game developed by independent Russian indie game studio Lazy Bear Games and was published by Tiny Build. Now, Tiny Build, you may have heard of um, on this show because they did No Time to Explain. Which, okay. which was part of one of our uh, lesser listened to episodes with three short games. I like that one. And uh, I can say that because I wasn't on it. <laughs> uh, no time to explain was fun until me and Ryan both hit this one boss, the shark boss. That yeah. was just like, yeah, like what the fuck? How is this beatable? Uh, but yeah, uh, but Tiny Build has published a lot of shit. Uh, they published Pathologic 2. They published Secret Neighbor. Mm. Um, Hello Neighbor. Like all these games that I've heard come up over the year, Punch Club, uh, Party Hard, like just so they've they're a pretty well known publisher. Um, so I'm kind of imagining a Devolver Digital esque people that are talent hunting for indie devs, basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Walmart, uh, Walmart, uh, Devolver Digital. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that's no, and that's nothing. You no, know, that's, that's no knock on them. That's just they're smaller than Devolver Digital for sure. Um, Many of us are. <laughs> So, Graveyard Keeper's alpha version was released for Microsoft Windows in May of 2018, followed by the regular release for Windows and Xbox One later in that same year. Uh, the Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4 versions were released on January 20, sorry, excuse me, June 27th, 2019, and it was released in Japan February 6, 2020. I wonder how this game did in Japan. I feel like it could find an audience there if the humor translates. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. It's like, I wonder if the humor, like, would, if they had to change any of the religious things. But I guess there's a lot of, like, Christian-esque Catholic type stuff in Japan as well. So Also, you telling me it's Russian suddenly makes a few more things make sense in this game, to be honest. Like the donkey? <laughs> I do love the donkey, God. <laughs> Which, um, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, as far as gameplay goes, um, this game was inspired by Stardew Valley and based on Harvest Moon. Who would have guessed that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can definitely feel that influence throughout the thing. 
Uh, yeah, for sure. And we'll, we'll talk about the gameplay and stuff um, in a second. But as far as the story goes, you are a person who gets hit by a car and awakes to find yourself in an unfamiliar world with medieval fantasy setting uh, where you are tasked with taking care of the local cemetery and determined to return home and reunite with your lover. The graveyard keeper interacts with the locals. <laughs> the graveyard keeper interacts with the locals while helping uh, with their problems. Uh, eventually, you learn of a portal that can be used to get back home, but you need some special magic to make it work. In which of the possessions of some village's most influential characters, uh, and then yada yada yada, you earn the trust of them. You end up making your way home. I do believe, although I don't know, I didn't beat this game. Uh, f- full disclosure: none of us beat this game. I don't think this game's beatable in a week, if I'm going to be honest. But also, it doesn't warrant more than this week. <laughs> Fullest disclosure. Right, it was cool. even fuller disclosure. It was cool. I haven't played this game in two months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, at random, and this is completely unrelated to the podcast. But Nate just got this game and streamed it. I think for a Halloween yeah, related thing. I just did it for Halloween. Played it for a few hours, and that's about all I've ever played it. Yeah. I will say that your stream made me want to play the game, so I'm glad we did get it on the show. Um, one other thing, real quick, before I close the Wikipedia, uh, I really am tickled by the name of the DLCs for this game. Yes, uh, the, good. The, first, <laughs> the first DLC was free for everyone. Uh, it was called Breaking Dead, right? And then they released two paid DLCs, the uh, the first of which was called Stranger Sins, and the second of which was called Game of Crone, mm-hmm. which, love it. Just absolutely love it. Uh, but yeah, so as far as the game goes, man, like, first and foremost, this game is beautiful. Like, yeah, it has this lovely 16-bit pixel art aesthetic that really works out well. There's a lot of like post-processing effects where like the wind is like shaking trees and the sunset changes the palette of everything, and it looks really damn nice. Yeah, the I think the best definition for the game's appearance is just overall charming. Like it yep. does like kind of like spooky vibes versions of what you'd expect from something like Stardew Valley, and I just think it executes very well. Yeah, art is easily a high point to me for sure. Yeah, I uh, my my whole thought playing this was, dude, I want more RPGs that look like this, right? You know what I mean? Like, I know that obviously we have the capability to do it, <laughs> like with that new Dragon Quest uh, three remaster thing. Like, I just two D has such a pristine opportunity to look really fucking good, and then you add pixels, like, and people have only gotten better with pixels over the years, you know, and. So just seeing them so refined and pretty. And like you said, like the little things like the trees blowing in the wind or like the hay that would just sway the hay sway. There is one game that has done that pretty well recently. And that was if you played Dragon Quest 11 in 2D mode. Yeah. I was just thinking that when you said Dragon Quest, that's where I thought you were going with that. Because Dragon Quest 11 is obviously a very new game that added the 2D mode to it. And it also looks fantastic. Like, I would love to see more like retro styled uh, pixel games like this, but I'm also 35 years old. So <laughs> take that for what you will. <laughs> the thing about retro games, like retro styled games in the modern era too, like you said, the technologies come forward a lot, but also like in the eight and 16 bit era, pixel art was really a thing of necessity. Now it's a genre of art in its own right. Like people become pixel artists, not because of limitations that were forced on them by technology, but because they love what pixel art looks like, makes them feel and what it reminds them of. So like, I feel like the artists today that specialize in it are better than ever. Like the actual art has improved, even though it's 
similar technologies and styles to what they had in the past. Yeah, it's just a passion thing oh, yeah. at this point. Like, it's a project of passion exactly. for people, and I really appreciate when I see good pixel art these days. Passion is exactly the word I wanted. Thank you. And there's going to be uh, quite a few games that will come up eventually. I don't know if they'll ever get voted for, but um, that I have in my library that are made in, like, RPG Maker. You know what I mean? And those aren't, like, the crispest, but, like, sometimes there are some really good, like, hidden quote metal jesus hidden gems uh for these rpg maker games because it's like people are using like what they have to make the game but their story that they have to tell is Mm. fucking tremendous you know yeah i'll never knock someone for the tool they use like there's been a lot of really cool stuff done in rpg maker and in like old versions of game maker studio that weren't really refined click and play you know simpler program like not every game has to be made in an engine by from scratch in C and assembler and all that, like yeah. using these existing technologies and making new games is really neat too. Yeah. Like uh, my buddy, Tom, uh, Coda pill, you know, he, he does his stuff in RPG maker and they're, they're fucking That's tremendous. Right. You know, and it's silly to, think I think so. to develop your own engine for every single video game. I mean, like that's just silly. Come on. Yeah. I mean, again, that goes back to like, I can understand back in the day when it was a necessity, if, yeah. if you wanted to do something, you build an engine. But there are so many engines available now that... Yeah, like, three, yeah. for 3D games especially, like, Unreal and Unity are right mm-hmm. there. And if you're going to roll your own, you have to have an amazing budget to be wanting to compete with the flexibility and usability that those Yeah, are. like, there's so many games that I've played that were just made in the Unreal Engine that feel nothing alike. Like, it's not like it's a huge limitation to use a pre-made engine these days. Like, these engines are powerful and good. Yeah. You know, an interesting uh, dynamic between two that I've seen lately is because, you know, I like the skateboarding games. So I have the two that are supposed to be like the predecessor, or I'm sorry, not the, like the, uh, not sequels, Successor. Like the, uh, is it predecessor? No, successor. Su- successor, thank you. Um, the two successors to Skate series. Um, one's called Session and the other's called Skater XL. Se- mm-hmm. Session is made in Unreal and Skater XL is made in Unity. And it's just interesting to see the differences in the two because there are, there are major differences in the two. Um, and, and then, uh, EA came out and announced that they're going to do skate four. So now, like, I don't know what's going to happen with those games if they're going to get buried underneath skate four when it comes out. But session is still very much like early stages and it's much more, I don't want to use the word janky, but I mean, it's janky. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like a proper successor to skate should have a little bit of wackiness, especially in the physics part of the game. Like yeah, one of the well, things I love about Skate is the fact that it does it has to account for so much and calculate so much with its ragdoll physics and stuff that it does some ridiculous things at times. Oh yeah, like throw you into the air way higher than you need to go. That's more like along you just got hit by a giant in Skyrim. That's more along the lines of Skater XL, where Session is more like skateboard simulator. Okay. Right. The but the thing with both of them is uh Session has a quote unquote legacy style control scheme where it's it plays like skate, right? But Skater XL, which I like Skater XL better, you have to turn with your left and right triggers because your right stick controls your back foot and your left stick controls your front foot. So when you ollie, you got to hold your back, you know, back foot down and then pop it. But then you have to take your left stick and throw it to the left so you'll kick foot or whatever. So it's it's very much an, a much more intricate uh, controller input. But bro, fucking satisfying. I took some clips last night. Oof, I got to figure out how to share them. I was proud of this line I did. 
Anyway, I'm I'm just you screamed some uh, brief moments, so that was really fun. Uh, to bring it back to our game, what do you think this? Uh, what do you think that uh, Graveyard Keeper was made in? Oh, oh, oh! Uh, probably. I'm gonna guess Unreal. I'll, I'll guess Unity. It was oh, Unity Five. <laughs> Unity. Hell I haven't yeah. seen a lot of 2D games. In That's a good body. point. I, well, I have because I'm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Bloodstained Ritual of the Night was made in um, Unreal. You're probably right because it's a it's a 3D graphical game with 2D style. That's true. You know what I mean? It's like two and a half D, I think, is what they like to call it. I haven't heard that word used in that way in a long time, but that is what we used to call it. Yeah, like mischief makers and games like that. <laughs> I'm, wow. I'm old, guys. Sorry. <laughs> we're bringing back in 64 era terms. Don't mind us. Which is suitable because we're playing a game that has a very 16-bit aesthetic. Yeah. Like it looks like if, if you like if you had a Super Nintendo that could do anything, <laughs> it would make this. Um, moving forward with that, like with the graphics, I thought was very satisfying. I also think they did a good job with sound design. I felt like it was very ambient. Yes. Like, it wasn't overbearing, but it set a mood perfectly for whatever you were doing in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I feel like there were some weirdly ambitious moments too. Like some NPCs have their own theme music, and you're not expecting it. Like the merchant. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that merchant! Did you guys scare him? I did. Yes. Yeah, me too. I uh, think you did too, Nate. Because he had the yeah. hiccups. Yeah, the hiccups. I thought he was drunk, which yeah, is just I, I always assume when someone has the hiccups, like they're probably not in real life, but like in a game, like when they hiccup right. and there's like the bubble that comes up. It's like, oh yeah, they got the suds, <laughs> <laughs> like old Dumbo. Um, I, w- I want to say like one of the little marketing things for this game was hilarious to me it was it's Graveyard Keeper the most inaccurate medieval cemetery management sim of the year nice and it's a game of capitalism and doing whatever it takes to build a thriving business even if that means cutting some flesh out of a body and selling it to people to eat yep which is one of the things you can do in this game to make money although you should probably fashion into a hamburger first that's worth a lot of money yeah that's true um so this game's got like a basic gameplay loop. You go out, you try to work on your graveyard, or maybe you do some farming in your farm, uh, growing carrots for the fucking <laughs> communist donkey. Yes! Which I just got to that point, and it made me so happy. So when you wake up, you meet a skull. I can't remember. I think his name's Jerry? Jerry. Yeah. And he doesn't cuss, but he says sard a lot. And I think that that is his version of shit, fuck, or any of the like. It's basically smurf to him. He uses it for everything. That's a yeah. That's a good way of putting it. And uh, yeah, so the loop is basically just do things till your guys gets ti- gets tired, then you go to sleep and re- rinse and repeat. If you've played Stardew Valley, if you've played Animal Crossing, if you've played like any of these types of games, it's the same type of style. But this one just has a dare I say a gothic aesthetic to it that appeals to me in a way. Yeah, it's a. Uh in gothic not in the sense that everything is really dark and melancholy it's actually kind of like it uses the morbid and macabre elements for humor more than anything else a lot of the time yeah yeah like the like okay so let's get into it yeah like a good example is the donkey that brings you dead bodies uh you can understand it and it's like whoa you can hear me talk well let me tell you how much i fucking hate capitalism (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) which is hilarious yeah, like, later on in the game, he actually, once you've uh, repaired the church, he's like, wow, you own a lot of property. That means you're a capitalist, too. I'm going on strike. And from that point on, he won't make any deliveries unless you feed him up front. 
Yeah. Good you, for him. Donkey worker rights. <laughs> you have to gr- grow carrots and then go and fill the, the bucket of carrots. And uh, he wants five carrots per body. I think it was four or five. And I, he said five to me. Was it five? Okay. And uh, yeah, that can get that can get to where it's like, oh shit. Well, I guess it's going to be a day or two before I get a body because my carrots are not grown yet. Dude, the thing is with the he early part of the game, ten- like I was getting more bodies than I knew what to do with. Yeah, same. So I'm kind of happy that I have the option to freeze it now. Yeah, I think that would be of would have because like I remember that part stressing me out. I was like, oh god, I'm trying to go do something now, but here's another body. I need to take care of this first. And it ended up being stressful for me, honestly. Because <laughs> it does kind of stop everything you're doing since you know you have to, um, there's a health meter on the body and you'll lose potential what virtues and sins, I think, if it takes too long mm-hmm. to bury it. Yeah, which the autopsy I want to get into in a second because that was a whole other fucking thing. But like, one of the first things I repaired, I repaired by accident, was the body shoot. Mm. Like... Where the where the where the donkey drops the body off, like all of a sudden, I like went up to that thing and I was like, "Oh, what is this?" And I fixed it, and it was like just like this thing. I'm like, "Oh," so I went down in there and I realized the other side of it needed to be fixed. I was like, yeah. "Shit!" So I went, same thing. had to farm the stuff up and whatever, and then fixed that. But then, yeah, I would. What I liked though is when you're walking by the morgue, it would put a little thing up in the top right corner to tell you if you had a body in there or not. Yeah. So it's like I would look there and be like. Oh, he dropped the body off. Okay. So that's when you make your way down in there and get it. And hopefully you got it before it decayed too much. <laughs> but that's when the autopsy starts. And that's where, this is where I had, I had to look it up. I butchered so many fucking bodies that I had to look up how to, how to, like it works. Right. So you want to remove the blood and the fat. That's two red skulls or sins removed immediately. Oh, that takes sins away. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, good to know. So then uh, I think it's the – you don't want to take the skin off. Uh, I don't think you want to f- – there was like three of them that give you a random. So like I think it was the skull, the guts, and one other piece. I'm not really Bone? sure. So you're telling me if I go get a liposuction, it will suck my sins away? Uh, yeah, lipo, lipo for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> If we did episode subtitles, man. <laughs> a graveyard keeper. Life. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, I, I know I don't lost where I was. Oh, so the, the three ones, they, they can give you random. So they can either add two white skulls, take away two red skulls, or add two red skulls. Hmm. So you're kind of gambling. Um, but once you improve your surgical stuff and you don't make mistakes and take up those spots say you take out something and it puts in two red skulls you could put that back in and it will take oh. the, take those back away okay um so there I did not figure that mechanic out at all yet there were times that i was able to get all the red skulls gone and then i was like nice. yeah perfect body and then took it over to the graveyard tossed it on the ground <laughs> dug a hole tossed it in there and then i uh i tell you i'll tell you what took me a long time was figuring out how to make the uh the, the headstones yeah, because you have to have several things going before you can craft crosses or gravestones. Yeah, and it's, dude, a good, like, three hours of me playing this game before I realized that there were multiple blueprint tables. And they <laughs> they did different things, which I don't know yeah. if, how I'm, like, I feel about that. I would have liked maybe one blueprint table, and then it zoom out, and you can kind of work with your whole area. But 
that's yeah, just but I do like that you, you're crafting where you need it instead of you know seeing trunk and then being like oh the trunk goes in a completely different area or whatever yeah now nate how, uh, do you remember how far you got in stream um it wasn't too terribly far like i remember some of the later things i did was i found like that area like a witch hill or whatever it was and went up there and you did see the yeah, burning, saw the yeah. burning of yeah, witch the, hill the burning. and i was like whoa this is intense and yeah <laughs> like i remember that being one of the later things i got to and then i remember going to town and trying to get people to talk to me and stuff <laughs> okay um so I didn't get like a ton further than you guys, other than like I just worked on my grave, my graveyard a lot. Um, I put that off for so long, and I realized I wasn't going to be able to progress until I opened the church. So I went back and did that. But I spent a lot, like I, you could call me a graveyard keeper. I felt more like a woodcutter for a long time. <laughs> um, w- when you went into the basement, did you get the little cutscene with the bald, shady-looking guy? Snake, snake, yeah, I saw snake. snake, snake. Okay, so him. Once you clear the path and get to him. Um, I don't remember what the hell I, I had to get enough of the uh, faith, faith point things to, to convince him hey I'm cool right so he walks you down that hallway and you're like well there's something I need over here anyway so you kind of walk over and he goes over to his door and starts checking out this door where you see a torture room and you're like yeah that's where I need to go so you walk in there and there's this like obvious grate right in the middle of the doorway with flames underneath it and your dude just steps on it like he's not going to get burned to death. And, and what happens? He gets burned to death. <laughs> he, and he drops dead. And then you wake up in your bed. So then you go back to the basement, make your way back over there. And Snake's like, what the fuck? I knew there was something weird about you. <laughs> and he's like, so you're immortal, huh? I hate you. I absolutely hate you. And he's like, that's stupid. You end up here. You get given a graveyard and you're immortal. You suck. <laughs> But 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 you could be some use to me. Uh, I need to go explore this fucking big cavern down here in this doorway, and I don't. I can die, but you can't. So if you go down there and you die, you'll just respawn. So I'm gonna send you down there to do shit for me. So that's basically like there's a dungeon now. Is it like the uh, cavern, the mining in uh, Stardew? That's what I'm assuming. Is it's gonna be okay, like cool, that? Cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. See, it's stuff like um, that that I didn't get to that made me think that maybe if I would have stuck with it a little bit longer, I might have gotten to stuff that was more fun for me. I just remember by the end of the time streaming that I was kind of like, eh, kind of meh on this at the moment. Oh, it it definitely like one of my notes for this game is it's tedious. It unfolds very slowly. It is a very yeah. It comes at you slow because there's certain things you can only do on certain days, mm-hmm. which takes in in game time. Which is driving me crazy as well. And I feel like this is definitely the kind of game for the person who likes that pacing, like wants to take it easy and relax and play a game. That's something that I kind of struggle with is like games that want you to take it slow. Yeah, I was overthinking yeah. stuff a lot early on too, and I think that was one of the big problems you had too. Was just like you get so many missions, you're like, well, I don't know what to do. And so you're just going, okay, I'm just going to do this one. This one thing. I need red. All right. I need to open this up. So I need wood. And I don't have enough wood. So I need technolo- the technology to get the wood. And then I'm going to just chop a bunch of bushes down until I have that. Then I'll progress down that hill. Like, it's very much a you pick your goal and orient yourself at it instead of trying to do everything all at once. That is exactly what it is. Like, okay, what am I going to do today? Because, again, I like phasmophobia. I don't know if your dude's a smoker or what. But you swing your sword, like, kill, you go kill, like, four or five slimes. Yes, this game has slimes as enemies, and I fucking love it. Um, and you're, like, 
almost halfway, if not a little more than halfway tired from swinging your sword for like the whole day's energy. And it's like, dog. Now, I did I did end up building the Zen Garden. The what now? So, like, where your cabin's at, uh, a little to the northwest, there's like a little wooden sign by some trees. And it's just like a little caution sign. If you go and click oh, on that, yeah. it says... Build stone garden. Build stone garden. So, like, once I started gathering stone and shit, I built that. And, dude, it's literally just, like, a little zen garden with sand and stuff. Like, you would do the rake like they do. And you you can meditate there. And I think that that uh, helps bring back some of your resting without going to sleep. Nice. I think. You can sleep whenever you want to, though. It's not like you sleep through the night. You can just wake up, so... Like, I didn't have any problem. Like, I was not, my character was not on, like, a 24-hour cycle whatsoever. No, no. I did most of my grave stuff, graveyard stuff at night. Weirdly, so did I. I felt like it, it, it was right. fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you never see a grave digger digging a grave in the middle of the day. I infrequently see a grave digger <laughs> doing anything. <laughs> That's Which fair. I've been to plenty of graveyards, never see a grave digger. You live directly across from a graveyard. I don't watch them. I kind of expect everyone to stay still. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh man, that just makes me think of that old dad the dad joke reference. Like, bring it around to the Discord, where it's like, "Oh yeah, graveyard people are dying to get in there. <laughs> Ain't no bones about it." <laughs> Insert new Nate emote. <laughs> that emote's uh, great, by the way. Big fan. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> it makes me giggle, um, but. The, 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 the current I'll say like the currency in this game is a little rough like it's they don't definitely they, there's like no hand holding you know what I mean it's like they don't give you really like a starting buffer or anything like that they're like go make your fucking earning you're constantly restore starved in the early game that's for sure like I never felt like I had enough of almost anything I wanted to have yeah yeah and that was also frustrating for me when I was getting started in the game as well I was like I want to do this I can't do this I want to do this I can't do this either <laughs> So I almost feel like, and I'm, I might do this. I almost feel like I want to activate a trainer for this game and give myself enough of those little skill point thingies to max out all of my tech trees, as you want to call it. Cause that's quite a, like you get these, or uh, they look there's like rupees different flavors of experience point. Basically there's red points, blue, green points and blue points. Yeah. And I believe reds uh, from crafting greens yeah, from like gathering label green is from nature and blue, I think is from religion. Yeah. And, uh, they're not the easiest things to come by. I mean, at least not the religion ones yet. Uh, I haven't figured out a, a reliable way to get it at the point I'm at, but to be honest, I only have about three or four hours too. But, uh, I just want to like, you use those to go through your tech trees and unlock like new things that you can do. But I almost wonder if I went through and unlocked all of that so I could just do whatever I wanted when I got the resources for it, if it would take away that crutch. And I almost wonder if, like, maybe just make it where you don't have an energy bar. But See, the- I feel like that would be the better choice. Because, like, I feel like in this kind of game, one of the reasons that, like, Tech Tree exists is so you do things that need to be done before the next thing. Like, it, it shows you what your near future goals are. And I don't think That's I fair. would want to obviate that. That's fair. But, like, we're just... Running out of energy in the middle of doing something is really yeah, no, annoying. Really, At least really you can annoying. eat apples and berries and shit. Yeah, or drink those potions, but like they're not cheap. I already used up my potions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same here. I don't even remember where I got them. I just like one day I'm like, I'm on zero energy. These will cure 50 each. Glug glug. <laughs> Chug these two Red Bulls and get back to work. Um, 
I think we touched on a little bit, but like, how did y'all feel about like the overall writing? I think it's pretty good. This is a up and down thing. I think that the characters are really fun. I really enjoyed the beginning of the game where you're constantly talking to villagers. And once I got off on my own, I was just kind of missing all the, like, cause like you just walk up to people and your options are just trade leave. And I'm like, I miss talking to these people, man. Everyone was introduced in really charming and fun ways. And it gets kind of lonely afterwards, which I guess makes sense. Graveyard Keeper is a pretty lonely job by default, but I don't know. I, I enjoyed the characters. With, like, Jerry and uh, the donkey especially are, like, my favorites. Yeah, I definitely think the game was very well written and that when you do meet the characters, they are super interesting at first. But I didn't. don't think I got far enough in to where I was getting that situation where I was talking to people and not having any real conversations. So I can see it definitely being kind of a bummer getting to that point while playing the game. I, I want to say too that for being done by Russian developers, I saw little to no translation issues. Yeah, there were only a couple issues with the localization. They seem more typographical than anything, like just the word A missing in a sentence. Or I saw one where a C escape character is a little slash T that was just left in because they escaped it wrong or something. But like <laughs> that, that was like it. Like it wasn't like every there wasn't a lot of ungrammatical sentences or anything. Like the yeah. localization was. The character voices came through really strongly. Like, they clearly, you know, got professionals to do it. Or at least didn't just have the translator go through Google, tra- or the the programmer go through Google Translate and call it good enough, you know? Yeah. Grant Theft Auto Remastered Trilogy. Looking at you. Oh, you want to know one of my favorite stories <laughs> about a game using uh, Translate incorrectly when they did localizations for other game uh, countries? All your... I don't know. Go ahead. Say it. Uh, was all your base are belong to us? Is that where you're going to go? That's a good one, but I think you guys, this is this is a less well-publicized story. I don't remember what the game that did this is, but I think y'all will like this. So there was a game that was like, I think it was like a shooter or something like that. And they wanted to translate it into a bunch of languages and they just automated the translation. And one of the things that was like, you know, when you shot at something, there would be a little screen that says, miss. So they translated it using the machine. And when it got translated to German, the word for miss was Fraulein. <laughs> I remember that because they, dude, they remastered or remade that game or whatever, and they left that Fine. in because that's people, great. Fuck, what was it though? I, I don't know what game it is, but like that's also kind of common is to keep your uh, funniest mistakes. Like the "you spoony bard" line appears in a bunch of FF4 remakes. Um, there's a phrase that was used in a tra- game translated into Japanese that means insert coin, but it sounds hilarious in Japanese. And so it's like used in a bunch of games as a pop culture reference. Like it's their equivalent to like all your base are belong to us. Oh, oh, it's, it's Grandia. Grandia. Okay. Grandia too. The word miss when attacking was translated to Fraulein. Okay. Got which, it. Thank you. Yeah. It means miss, but it's the wrong miss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking wonderful. <laughs> I love little shit like that. To, like when people find things like that in games, it's like that, dude. That's awesome. The Fraulein Tickler. <laughs> the Fraulein Tickler. Oh game my buds in god! Show. Game buds in the room. Y'all know it. Everyone else, never finds out. <laughs> we, we don't explain that one. It is top secret. No, we don't. But god damn, was that funny? <laughs> I don't know why I was. I was. We were all in tears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that whole that night. Maybe the funniest answer ever. Oh my uh, god. Oh. Let's see. But yeah, I was definitely going to single out the writing as being really like, I don't know, like I love the characterization a lot. Like the fact that the game gave me a beer drinking, talking, sarcastic, uh, amnesiac skull and it wasn't my favorite character means you've done some good character work in this game. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, I love that that skull's like, bring me a beer. And I'm sitting there to myself thinking like, as, you know, me, I'm like, what the fuck what you, you going to do with What the that, fuck buddy? you going to do with a beer? Yeah, <laughs> you have nowhere for it to go. You're going to pour it in your jaw. It's just going to fall on the floor. That's not. That's, it reminded me of the, the wine drinking skeletons from the movie The Last Unicorn animated movie oh Maybe wow yeah i haven't again. thought about that in a long time that was such a good movie scared the hell out of me when i was a little kid but it was such a good movie dude the red bull freaked my ass out too it was definitely one of the hide behind the covers movies yeah. when i was a kid that i guarantee <laughs> if i go back and watch it i won't remember why <laughs> so um in in the dungeon area uh where, where i found that where i died in a little spot i was telling you about the burned up um yeah. to the left of that there is a place that's locked. It's like, I don't have a key for it. But there is a shackled zombie. Oh, the, the skull there. told me not to let that guy go if I ever find him. His name is Gunter. Gunter. According to this uh, NPC Gunter from the wiki. Gunter <laughs> Gabin uh, So, Breaking Dead, that uh, free DLC, DLC that they gave away for the game, actually added a thing where you can reanimate corpses. And then and then make them do things for you, so like you can have them go work the fucking fields and shit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I bet the donkey won't like that one bit. Oh God, I would love to see what the donkey said about that. Uh, you can't just you just can't let them rest in peace, huh? You got to work them after they're dead. It's, it's, <laughs> you are a capitalist, fucker. <laughs> oh man. I, I re- honestly, guys, I don't know what else to say about this game other than like, <clears throat> I enjoyed it. It is a very specific type of game for a very specific type of player. But like, I don't my, even know if it's for a specific type of player. I think it's a specific type of mood you have to be in. That's fair. That's one of the reasons it took me until today to even do much of it. It was just I didn't know how I was ready to jump into it. Cause it feels like the kind of game where you kind of want to go. Oh, I'll just play this game for twelve hours. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel that. Uh, my buddy Monty, who I think had 1,200, 1,600 hours into Stardew Valley. Wow. I definitely told told him about this game. And was like, you should check this out because it's Stardew Valley, but you wrote a graveyard. And he's like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think that was one of my initial like reasons why I picked up this game even before ever we were deciding to play it for the show. Is because like I've always kind of been curious about games like Stardew Valley and like Animal Crossing and stuff like that. And I wanted to see if there was something for me and this felt like more of like the environment that I would enjoy playing that kind of game in. Yeah. Makes sense. That's fair. Uh, I want to know if this game goes quite as in-depth as Stardew Valley does with some of the... Um, like in Stardew Valley, you can get married... You develop like each town person has like a little quest with them. Um, you can either bring in the the world equivalent of Walmart or help save the small businesses and like little things like that. So I'm curious what else is hidden in Graveyard Keeper that I haven't. It'd got be to interesting yet. to see the and, relationship aspect of it, considering that the whole like um, story is you're trying to get back to your wife. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you kind of need. That's the thing is you're using these people. I think you're trying to get at what they have so you can get back home, which. I think that's fun. It adds a like a little more comedy. Like everything is a little darker. It's a little the relationships are necessarily shallow. You want them to like you. That doesn't mean you necessarily like True. them back. Yeah. Also, and I did look a couple of the wiki pages just because I was looking individual things up while I was playing, and it looked like a lot of the characters have really long quest lines. So like I do think that there is a lot of depth and time and you can put in this game. I didn't how long to beat it, which is I'm actually going to do right now. 
while you're doing that, uh, this game does have fishing, which I unlocked but haven't done yet, and I do want to check it out because if anybody Absolutely. knows, I love fishing. I, that was one of the things yeah, I spent right. way too long trying to figure out how to unlock when I saw that it was a thing in the game, just to realize that I am nowhere near capable of unlocking it to the point where I was <laughs> in the game. Yeah, you need moths, and to get moths, you need insect keeping, and that requires blue experience, which we didn't know how to get at that point. Um, I did look it up, and this number does not surprise me, but it definitely says we've only barely scratched the surface. The how long to beat average is 45 and a half hours. Okay. Yeah. So this, yeah. this is a full-length game. This isn't just a cute, bite-sized parody of Stardew Valley. What's uh, what's the completionist time on it, Dina? Uh, completionist is 67 and a half. Let's see, personally for me, like you said, the game's a mood, and it's not a mood that I think I will find myself in too often for a game that long. My money's better spent playing a JRPG. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm in that boat too, but I mean, there are some times where I'm just like, ah, I just want something that I can half pay attention to while I'm sitting here watching YouTube. That's and Ultimate Fishing was, Simulator, baby. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and for me, that would be like modded Minecraft. Like, the problem is I was spending this game thinking like, eh, this kind of reminds me of playing like, you know, the tech it pack or whatever and getting all my machines to feed to other machines so I can get better technologies. I kind of wish I was playing that. <laughs> Which it, it doesn't mean this game is bad. It was like it's been really good so far, and I probably will get back to it. But it isn't necessarily great when a game makes you think of similar experiences and then doesn't scratch the itch well enough that you don't go. But I'm playing this and I'm having fun instead. It makes you go kind of wants to play that afterwards. Kind of like what I mean, Don could do to people and make them want to go play Diablo three. Actually, <coughs> heard yes, Grim, <coughs> Grim, uh, hi Grim, <laughs> hi Grim. <laughs> um, this game. I would say that, yeah, it made me want to go and dip my toe back into Stardew Valley. Um, only because, like, Stardew Valley has a mod where you can replace your horses with chocobos. Nice. And it's just, it's just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, if, you know, if I had to give this uh, a rating, I would say that this is a solid game. Um, it's not perfect, but, like, it's also not, it's not shitty. So I'd give it, like, a seven and a half bodies hit the floor out of ten. Oh. <sighs> so I one, two, three, nothing wrong with me, four, nothing wrong with me, five, nothing wrong with me, six, seven and a half, nothing wrong with me, something's gotta give. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel weird about giving this game a rating, to be honest, because mm. I just don't feel like it's really for me. You know what I mean? There's some things out there that I don't yeah. think are for specific people, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily. So I think for the first time, I'm going to abstain in giving a ranking for this game because I don't think I can fairly assess it. Uh, that I think that is reasonable. Fair. Yeah, that's that's fair. Nate leaves an empty grave. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess uh, I don't feel like after reading that I've only played 10% of the game and being that it is that much of a plot and you know, task-focused game. Like, I, I get the feeling that I know about how much I would like playing it, but I don't know if I'm ever going to play all of it. And there's a lot of opportunity for it to still surprise me. And there's a lot of opportunity for it to still run cold. So I feel like if I give the game like a seven and a half, keep in mind, I'm literally giving it two points on either side as a margin yeah. error. So I'll bury it seven and a half feet under, but it could be a shallower or deeper grave. <laughs> I'm just not all the way digging, done yeah. digging it yet. Yeah. And, you know, I can actually agree with that. Yeah. Because, like I said, it, it, it has enough that I'm curious to see it through. I'm just in no rush to see it through. 
that's that's it. There's a lot I really like about this game, but I just want to be in the headspace to play it. And unfortunately, have to play game for a podcast is maybe not the uh, the the intended method by which this game was meant to be consumed. No, 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 not at all. Like, and that's gonna be the same. A good game, but it's not a game I want to do homework on. It's gonna be the same thing when games come up like Stardew Valley or uh, like Rune Factory Four, where they're more. Oh, like- is Rune Factory on the list? Neat. Yeah, I it just Rune Factory Four Special came out for PC the other day, and nice. it was on sale when I had some money, so I just snagged it. Um, I'm excited to try that series. I've never played a Rune Factory game before, but I feel like me, I would like it. Me neither, but I've always heard that it's Harvest Moon with like magic and fantasy elements, and I'm like, fuck yeah, give it to me. So it's a it's a port. It's like a remastered port of a 3DS game. So take with that what you will. Like it's not going to be like amazing. I loaded it up. It's not amazingly graphically or anything like that. But it seems quaint so far. But anyway, it just you know it, it, when those games come up, like I don't think we should like strive to beat them. Let's just get our feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of get a compare and contrast going. This is just our first Stardew like game. Yeah. Also, I want to say I feel like if you have played one of these games, you probably got enough information from this to know if you're going to like it or not. You yeah. know, like, I don't think that, like, there's there's probably surprises and cool stuff that happens deeper into the game. And maybe even the tone changes. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it takes a turn for the serious at some point. But not too serious, because the DLC and stuff has funny names and stuff. So I suspect that sense of humor pervades throughout. I suspect that the slow, steady, and task-focused progress pervades throughout. And I think that, um, I don't know, like, I think one day you'll wake up and go... Yeah, I'm in the mood for a couple hours of just having thing achievable, measurable things to do. Yeah. And I hate to keep going back to this, but it's just like, yeah, if you want more dark humor in your Stardew Valley, this is a good choice because there's plenty of dark humor in this game <laughs> and uh, and puns. And I love puns. But yeah. Um, and there's farming. So, you know. Yeah. And, and there's this farming. Game has, this game has farming. Stardew Valley does not have graveyard keeping. What now? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then let's get to uh, some house cleaning. Uh, <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to all of our Patreon listeners uh, with a extra special thank you to Nate Sir Cogsworth of the 7th of Juniper, Jeff, the original expendable old Jeffy Lube himself, and Arisa Adam. Thank you guys very, very much. Um Thanks for keeping the lights on. Yeah, yeah, we got we got one candle burning up up here in our in our little uh, loft in the church, <laughs> and it's 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 keeping us going. Eventually, we'll be able to craft more candles, but for now, we just have the one. <laughs> um, we need different experience points to craft candles for some reason. Uh, th- let's see the biz uh, bit.ly slash tsmp discord, all capital letters. If you want to come join the discord, we would love to have come you vote on the new game. Um, yeah, and come vote on the new poll, which is a doozy of a twosie. There are definitely some, like, I. there are good meme choices. There are good serious choices. There are good meme serious choices. Like, I don't know what to vote for. I've been looking at this like, that would be fun. That would be funny. That would be a good episode. Don't know much about this game. Like, to learn more. You know, like, just lots of different. Uh, there's a, it's, a, it's quite a tasting menu. Yeah, uh, we've got Hitman 2. Which is not the original Hitman 2, but the reboot series, um, which is tremendous. I was actually playing it last night, so it's like steamy fucking nose. Um, we, then we have Shadow Blade Reload, which 
is a a game that I've shown you guys. And Nate, I think you own it. I think actually I might have bought it for both of you guys when it was a dollar. Like you're the oh, little ninja. Right. It's the 2D platformer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's one of them. Uh, then we have Phantasmagoria 2, A Puzzle of Flesh. This has been streamed on Tadpog before. It was a... Definitely an amusing. It's a full motion video adventure game with horror. Elements. Well, no, it's a horror game that with adventure game elements, kind of. Yeah, shout out Tadbog, Tad Bog, Tyler and Dave play old games. Is. Dave streamed that on Twitch, uh, and then we have a, a Plague Tale Innocence, which shout out to Factory Sealed Retro Video Game Podcast because every single person on that show raved about how good a Plague Tale Innocence is, uh, and. Like Fen- me and Fenris in the Discord were talking earlier. Like, if you look up reviews and stuff, like everyone loved *A Plague Tale Innocence*, and it was like this hidden gem that didn't get enough attention. So that could be interesting. But to wrap it all up, is Euro Truck Simulator one? Honk. And uh, the poll is tied right now, as of recording, um, with *Plague Tale* and *Euro Truck Simulator* being tied. <laughs> You love to see it. I still don't know what I'm voting for yet. Uh, I voted for Hitman, but if it's not going to win and it comes down to two choices, I will make my choice between those two because I'm up for any of I these I voted games. for the Ninja game. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? I'm already nice. down to party no matter what it is. Dude, yeah. Shadow Blade Reload is... I, I'm i not the biggest platformer guy, but that game is fucking fun. And uh, it's less level based, so it's not like a Metroidvania or anything. And it, it's definitely one where it's like, okay, I, I beat that level, but I didn't get three stars. I can definitely get three ninja stars if I do, oh, if I do it again. You know how much that appeals to me individually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I want all of that shit. And then I think there's a speed run mode. <laughs> They just uh, making faces, man. He's like, I, I'm, I, I would have voted for him. Yeah, right. Nate's, Nate, Nate's camera just lifted a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah. Other than that, uh, you can come check out the website, which I, th- I thought had a ca- catastrophic meltdown the oh, other you day, poor thing. but it didn't. You were having such a time with that. Like I thought you were gonna have a full on meltdown about that one. Oh, dude, I went. They, I, oh, go ahead. They tried so hard to fix it. He was like, uh, does it have version control? Like the blog <laughs> is on Git or something like that. Like he, he was like, he was so afraid that you were going to like freak the fuck out and spend the rest of like the week working on it without yeah, sleep. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I can uh, tell. You didn't say that this stuff out loud. I can tell when you're thinking <laughs> like that. I, I went through half a can of dip. Just put in a dip till it got like gross. And I'll take it, throw it out, put another one in. Because I'm just like... Oh my god, I can't. I'd have been chain smoking cigarettes if I'd had cigarettes. You know, I'm just, just trying to figure it out, just annoyed. But uh, luckily, I was able because, like, so it, it real quick. It all started with Anchor. Uh, we use Anchor to upload the episodes, and uh, they put this big fucking Spotify wrapped banner over "Connect Your Episode to WordPress," which used to be I could click that button and it would do everything for me. I would hit publish, and boom, it was on WordPress ready to go. Well. They put that big banner over that button so I can't press it until that banner is gone. If it'll ever go away, it doesn't seem like it's ever going to fucking go away. I've looked at my Spotify rap 20 times now. <laughs> but Seriously, in- install Adblock and just right-click and block that element, even though it's not an ad. Just use it to get rid of annoying elements. That's what I mainly use Adblock for. I have Adblock. I didn't know I could do that, though. So I will definitely check that out. Uh, so there is a way, like when you go to upload an episode... Um, it asks you if you want to connect, go ahead and connect this post to WordPress, right? But it tries to connect the last episode you did. So oh. when I tried to post up Grim Dawn, 
it tried to create a whole new website for some reason. So Grim Dawn and all of our episodes got uploaded to this website that was called like the Steam Machine Podcast eight two five six seven four one two dot wordpress dot com and I'm like no <laughs> what the fuck what the fuck and uh, Richard <laughs> I ended up having to I figured out how to delete that and I was really really worried that I was going to accidentally delete our actual page but I didn't <laughs> and then I went in and I figured out how to embed the episodes. Uh, which that was the big issue was I couldn't figure out how to get the episode into the post, but I figured out how to take their podcast player that they put in and make it only show one episode and be nice and clean. And holy shit, it took me hours, but I figured it out and it all was good with the world. Now I know how to do it. So I'm never going to rely on that fucking connect the WordPress button again. I'm just going to do it. My goddamn there you stuff. Go. <laughs> Weren't you trying to do it with iframes and it turns out WordPress only lets you have iframes. If you have a paid account. Yes. Yeah, it was like, yeah, this doesn't work because you don't pay us money. I'm like, what? What? I can't use fair, that iframe, code. <laughs> iframe is a fairly dangerous HTML tag. I can understand them not wanting people to open up free websites and iframe a bunch of dangerous redirect shit. That's fair. That's fair because that's you don't want people to. Like, I'm you know, but I'm not like I don't know. I know they have no way of telling that I'm not like here to fish anybody. I just want to put my fucking podcast episode up. <laughs> But yeah, the way it works now is the way that it's been. So now I know how to do that, like I said, by myself, and it's all good. So anyway, all of that to say, bit.ly slash the Steam Machine Podcast, <laughs> phonetically capitalized, and it is, uh, it's there in all its glory. Um, you can go see how bad I am at web design, but it's there, and it works. Um, I the next I'll recap the contests again, too, just to make sure that we got that out there. Oh, yes. Good fucking idea. And... Also, please, if you would, send us an email to uh, the Steam Machine Podcast at gmail.com. And for next week's year in review episode, uh, give us your best memories of the show, your best quotes, uh, your best, your worst memories of the show. Do you have an episode you absolutely fucking hate? Let us know. Was this episode playing when you got broken up with? Let tell us. We will uh, PayPal you five dollars. We won't PayPal. Have you? Fu- we don't have five dollars. Have you fucked anyone while listening to us? I would like to know. <laughs> have you? been driving in the car and seen a deer riding an elephant i don't know anything that you want to tell us about with the show messages Honestly, in. just tell us if you've seen a deer that's awesome by itself <laughs> shoot i guess still kind of see some wildlife man i see a turtle and i'll make your whole damn day right and then if you see a bear you're like damn and then if you see a man you're like nate <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway so there's the uh there's the uh, memories, and that, that's the entry for one of the uh, yep. giveaways, right? That's the, for the uh, just just cause three. Cause. Yeah, just cause three. And then for Neptunia, Neptunia, just send us a like a semi descriptive uh, of what we would be like in your JRPG game party. Like if you if we were embodied into a JRPG, what kind of characters would we be? Um, and have fun with it. Like, don't worry. At least me. Don't worry about offending me. Like, you want to make me the fat guy from Dynasty Warriors with the big ball. That's cool. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't bother me a bit. So, like, yeah, have at it. I am very intrigued to hear what your uh, what your entries will be. And that will get you answered in a random drawing for the Neptunia Rebirth 1, 2, and 3. Courtesy of Aris or Adam. Thank you, Aaron. I said Aaron. I combined them. It's not Aris and Adam. Aram. <laughs> Aram. Let's start calling him Harem. He's just got to have a bunch of girls following him around. Oh. <laughs> different, different harem. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, uh, other than that, uh, gentlemen, I think I think that about wraps it up. Oh, I mean, if you want to go get an awesome ass shirt, 
with our logos on it. Uh, you can check out tsmpproductions.threadless.com. That would be really cool. And uh, my recommendations this week: go listen to mm-hmm. t- go listen to Tadpog and Factory Sealed. It's two great podcasts. Yeah, uh, you guys have anything that you'd like to say here at the end of the show, my good fellows? Yeah, as always, go follow me on Twitch, Twitter, and TikTok at Turtle Bear Man. Oh, dude, that that TikTok. You've been on fire with some of those lately. They've been really cracking me yeah. up when I wake up and watch them when I'm sitting on the toilet. <laughs> they crack me the fuck up. You've learned some editing, and it's looking really good. Uh, do I have any plugs? Um, tonight was the winter solstice when we recorded, so the days are getting warmer. It won't be long till the boys are back in town. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Just, it's, the, it's the every day from now on for like six months will be longer days, so enjoy your sunlight. It's oh. back. While, uh, while I'm thinking about it... <laughs> Uh, Nate, what's your what's your upcoming Twitch schedule? Do you have so it? I don't have a schedule planned out for the next week or so because with the holidays coming up and around, I'm yeah. probably just going to be streaming more sporadically, if at all. So I plan on getting back onto it at least at the beginning of the year, but hopefully I'll get to do a few streams between here and the first. We'll see what happens. Okay, okay. Well, listeners, we will keep you posted then. Uh, just keep your eye out, I suppose, in the Discord, which again is bit.ly slash TSMP Discord, all yeah. capital letters. I always post notifications when I'm going live in the Discord, so you can definitely find it there. Yeah. And if you just want to come in and talk to us and tell us that we're pretty. Please. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, as always, guys, uh, they are the Brothers of Destruction, Nate and Willie, Turtle Bear Man, and Ice Brand Studios. I am, I guess, Dalton. <laughs> that's what you want to forget for a minute I, I was, I was going to say Steam Machine Dalton and then I'm like well yeah that works so uh, I don't know start off and take it easy beep